It was very dark after I had passed the lamp at the entrance to the lane, very silent and solitary too. Not a soul was stirring at this hour, and the last of the lovers had long since gone home, and the place was little frequented even in the daytime. The elms brooded over the road, shrouding it in shadows of palpable black, and their leaves whispered secretly in the soft night breeze. But the darkness, the quiet, and the solitude were restful after the long hours of study and the glare of the printed page, and I strolled on past the ghostly pond and the little thatched cottage, now wrapped in silence and darkness, with a certain wistful regret that I must soon look my last on them. For I had now passed all my examinations but the final fellowship, and must soon be starting my professional career in earnest. Presently a light rain began to fall. Foreseeing that I should have to curtail my walk, I stepped forward more briskly, and, passing between the posts, entered the narrowest and most secluded part of the lane. But now the rain suddenly increased, and a squall of wind drove it athwart the path. I drew up in the shelter of one of the tall oak fences by which the lane is here enclosed, and waited for the shower to pass. And as I stood with my back to the fence, pensively filling my pipe, I became for the first time sensible of the utter solitude of the place. I looked about me and listened. The lane was darker here than elsewhere, a mere trench between the high fences. I could dimly see the posts at the entrance and a group of large elms overshadowing them. In the other direction, where the lane doubled sharply upon itself, was absolute inky blackness, save where a faint glimmer from the wet ground showed the corner of the fence and a projecting stump or tree root jutting out from the corner and looking curiously like a human foot with the toes pointed upward. The rain fell steadily with a soft continuous murmur. The leaves of the elm trees whispered together and answered the falling rain. The scotch pines above my head stirred in the breeze with a sound like the surge of the distant sea. The voices of nature, hushed and solemn, oblivious of man like the voices of the wilderness, and over all and through all a profound enveloping silence. I drew up closer to the fence and shivered slightly, for the night was growing chill. It seemed a little lighter now in the narrow trench-like lane, and not that the sky was less murky, but because the ground was now flooded with water. The posts stood out less vaguely against the background of wet road, and the odd-looking stump by the corner was almost distinct. And again it struck me as looking curiously like a foot, a booted foot with the toe pointing upwards. 